Yeah, he's your problem of, now. It's like um, <laughs> your your game for Christmas Day was pass the parcel, but it was pass the baby. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Went in and whatever. Oh, there's your present there. It was a six foot fucking gorilla <laughs> with with Erin's name on it. Okay. And I was just like, no, where's Nick? What 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 are we gonna do with that? <laughs> what do you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it on the table in front of him. Going off. Oh, shit her back out. How's those roasties? Are those roasties working for you? Oh, let me have a bit. I often do, if I'm in a rush, is. Um, Blend it and drink it. <laughs> imagine, imagine blending a, a Christmas we dinner. We have no time. There's no time. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? This is an idiot's guide to being a dad. With Christmas just around the corner and me and Leah now a couple of weeks into our second trimester, I'm starting to think about how this will be mine and Leah's last Christmas without a baby. And also I'm starting to think about what Christmas will be like next year, how much it will change, what can I expect and what can I do to be better prepared. So today we've got a special Christmas themed show where Matt and Paul go over what the first Christmas with their babies was like. You'll notice as you listen to the show, we talk about how baby sleeping and feeding have pretty much the biggest impact on that first Christmas. So if you've yet to listen to all of our previous shows, we've actually got two separate episodes that go over what to expect when it comes to feeding and changing your baby as a new father. And we go into that in a lot more detail. Episode six focuses on feeding and episode seven on baby changing. So if you haven't listened to them yet, I highly recommend it. Also, if you enjoy the show, but haven't subscribed yet, then make sure you press subscribe on your podcast app so you'll get notified when there's a new episode. This is probably the last show we'll get out before Christmas Day. So for all those that have listened over the last few months, me, Paul and Matt want to thank you and wish you all a very happy holidays and we'll catch you on the other end. Enjoy the show. You both good? Just tough tough week with children, both of you? Yeah. The most stressful week I've had in fucking time, bruv. Like a nightmare. Um, uh, see, must be time of year. Maybe. Well, I want to... Just I'm, gaggle of cunts everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> a gaggle of cunts. I do, that's a lovely turn of phrase. But what, what's been so tough like for, for you, Paul? Because obviously a lot, a lot with this podcast is we don't... You know, a lot of it's about newborns, which is why obviously kind of minor mats or, and becoming pregnant stuff, which is why we talk a lot about minor mats. Yeah. But as we talk more, and particularly as I have a child and stuff like that we're going to talk more about as they get older is it just one of those things where your kids just sound it with, with the kids on a tough week or like what, what's going on how come things are a little bit rougher this week um well it's just dylan hasn't been uh sleeping the best which means i haven't been sleeping the best um, i guess you thought you were done with this right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean like, like it's, it's mad because ivy like a bedtime is is good as gold like yeah. it's time to go to bed you do a bedtime routine once you read a story give a cuddle and a kiss say good night she'll just lie in her bed and i won't see her again till the morning i wish all women were like that man 
but um, yeah, with with Dylan, he, he's been uh, yeah, age takes takes ages for him to get in bed and just stay in bed because he's always coming out like every ten minutes. He has like a different excuse. The kid has like a hundred wheeze a night. Sounds like me. <laughs> uh, you know, he just wants a drink and then a fresh drink and then he always wants something to eat or he says he's scared of something. So, Matt, what, yes, um, so it's been tough for you this week, right, with, with Phoebe? What, what's going well, on? It's been horrendous. No, not so much for kids. Like, kids are kids, you know. Uh, but it's just been with work, man. Like, everyone's got Rona. Yeah. And... Like I'm trying to do three jobs on my own. My boss has got COVID. The driver's got COVID, and it's just it's just not fucking enough. There's not enough hours in the fucking day. Yeah, so I'm man. trying to. I'm getting. I'm starting work at stupid o'clock in the morning, getting home at stupid o'clock at night, and then being a dad. And it's just trying to. It's just trying to act. So you're a, you're a manager, and then you're a father, and then you're a husband, and you're trying. I'm just trying to juggle all of that. And Tuesday night. I was just sat on the sofa feeding Phoebe, just stressed out my mind. It was like nine o'clock at night. I was still in my work clothes and I was just like, <laughs> oh man, that sounds rough. But after a chocolate biscuit and a wank, I was fucking rearing. <laughs> not, not while feeding her. <laughs> but yeah, that's you know? def- that advice is definitely in no books I've read. Chocolate biscuit and a wank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not in the same man <laughs> either because it tastes funny. Oh, another thing I have to fucking cut out. Um, yeah, it sticks to the roof of your mouth. It's really... <laughs> like peanut butter. Um, yes. <laughs> Chunk, chunky peanut butter. <laughs> well, I appreciate both of you taking Sorry. the time for, <clears throat> for the show today. So before I go into the theme of today, there's a few couple of things um, outstanding from actually some podcasts a long, long time ago, which I just want to clear up, but it's one thing. Um so remember we talked about that Chinese the fo- the milk formula and the Chinese people yes. um, ordering. Yes. So that so that was actually true, Wheeler. Ah. So the story you told me. <laughs> so actually, I remember looking into it this at the time, right? I just completely forgot about it. Um, I, was, I was listening to some previous episodes the other day, um, and yeah, you were right. Basically, people in China were, were buying up all of our supply of, of Britain's supply of uh, baby food, so uh, a breast or baby milk. So after milk, absolutely so crazy. Can you- so can you put it in writing, right? That I was right. Well, you have it in in verbal. Um, <laughs> what, what do you call it? In, on, on verbal record, you were right, Matt, and I. No, because I, I will frame it and I will put it on the wall on the stairs with the pictures of my friends and family, and I was. I'm going to put it on there. <laughs> I felt honestly, I doubted you. You were right. I felt you lost Stephen it. Tamlin. Yeah, I talk a lot of shit, but that. Fair dues, fair dues. Um, and the other thing I just wanted to uh, wrap up. So, so on on the last episode, we talked about asking Kat to use her knowledge of the nub theory to come to the conclusion of what she thought uh, the gender is of mine and Leah's baby. And Paul, what did she what did she predict? I can't remember. Uh, can't remember the same, the same the same as Leah. Girl, it was a girl. Yes, a yeah. girl. So, so yeah, so we'll see. But Leah's chilled off a little bit from that nub theory because someone literally posted in like three days ago, um, saying just given birth, uh, and found out, and it basically was, it was the opposite of what, uh, they said on, on the forum. So, 
so yeah, so who knows, right? We'll, we'll find out shortly. Um, so yeah, so that, that's just two things I want to wrap, wrap up. Again, it's a couple of baby facts for, uh, before we go into the, the main uh, theme of the show. So first thing is around where Amelia are right now. So 15 weeks, just how kind of big our baby is and, and what's going on. So right now, Here we go. they're about, you're going to love this, Matt. They're about um, 11 centimeters now. Which crazily is like almost doubled from about three weeks ago, uh, 12 weeks. So, so two cakes. Well, in fruit terms, which I know is your favorite way to measure things, they've, they've moved from a passion fruit to a grapefruit. And um, so they're the size of a grapefruit. I don't really know what the size of a grapefruit is. Um, like, about, a, like a big orange. Like a big orange. <laughs> big orange. I like, no, not a grapefruit, a big orange. Yeah. Grapefruit's more fancy. You're not going to have an app that says... Yeah, that's just what I mean, right? This is what I was trying to get on. I like, oh, passion fruit. Who the fuck has gone to fucking Asda and gone, oh, passion fruit. That's what I need. Yeah, in your everyday life, when someone says, oh, I'm looking for um, 11 cent... So you don't rock up the B&Q and say, oh, I need 11 centimetre screws. And they go... But someone doesn't know what... Le- and about, you know, about the same Motherfuckers size... Motherfuckers do. About the same size, yeah, but no one says about the same size of grapefruit. No one, no one's ever come into Travis Perkins and gone, "Oh, Matt, can I have uh, screw screws the same size of a grapefruit?" Yeah, they do. Oh, they haven't. That this thing, I swear, right? The best one I ever had was a guy phoned me and went, "Oh, mate, um, I need some slabs." I was like, "All right, how many do you need?" He went, "Oh, about 20. I went, "Right, okay, which type?" And he went, "Oh, the ones that my neighbour's got in his garden." And it's like, it's to buy. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what stresses you out, right? Yeah, it's just dumb cunts everywhere. Everywhere. But, um, yeah, so a couple of funny things. So right now, so about baby's eyebrows start growing um, around about 15 weeks. And they can often start, they can start sucking their thumb. So some babies in the womb. Are they just start. eyebrows? Just, just, I don't know. What do you mean? As opposed to... No nose, no mouth. Just... <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, imagine if eyebrows were the first facial feature to grow. That'd be really creepy. Um, and birds something... would love it. So, so something. <laughs> birds. You're about like flying birds, Matt. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Women. It's just like they love their brams. Ah, oh, right. Brams. Yeah, they do just love. Being there, like, do you like my eyebrows? <laughs> Yeah, that's one of those questions guys can just not answer. It's not, it's not like, do you like my eyebrows? It's like while you're staring at their tits, <laughs> just going, yeah, they're lovely, love. <laughs> well, um, so, so Leah's, uh, so Leah's baby bump though, with 15 weeks, um, is quite small. I want, so I wanted to ask you to something like what, if you can even remember that that way back. So right now, Leah knows, um, a fr- has a friend who she works with, or someone she knows in work who is 15 weeks, and they they've, they posted a picture like yesterday or two days ago with a baby bump, and it's pretty big. And my cousin, Melissa, who's also 15 weeks baby bump, is not as big as Leah's friend from work, but still bigger than Leah's. But Leah's bump is, like, quite modest. Like, um, so I don't really know what that means. But um, what was it like with, with both of you? Like, when can you even remember when you started noticing it? Like I said, Leah's is literally, in the last week or so, we've actually been able to just start noticing the bump, which is surprising. I thought it would be a bit more prominent right now. So is that something... I don't know. Like, I don't really know what to think about that. Probably Paul and I are probably going to the same thing. Can't remember. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. No? Okay. <laughs> no. All I remember is, well, we haven't really had many like midwife appointments and stuff yet, I guess. But no. uh, 
um, I just remember cat always measured big through a pregnancy. When you start going more often, they like, you know, get a tape measure out and kind of right. measure that way to kind of track how you're your trying to rotate. Yeah, I think maybe um, a cat was always measuring big on them. So I guess she had a bigger bump. Maybe it's a good thing, I guess, because Leah was really paranoid about um, how it would, you know, Leah was genuinely massively concerned about like how her body would change. Um, and it's really played on her mind. It's like stress her out and stuff. So I don't know, maybe uh, she'll carry it well, I guess. I don't know. Right? We'll, we'll see. That would be something that would, Leah would be very happy about. Um, so the second baby fact is, this fact is important when we go into the, the main theme of the show, particularly for Matt. So about two to three months, um, babies, their eyes can start to pick up more things. So at about two to three months, they can, they can see objects as one image. They can actually look at their, their own features, particularly their own hands, and they can actually start following light faces and objects. And the reason why that, that's really important is because the theme of today's show is going over, um, like your first Christmas with a, with a newborn or even, um, your first Christmas with a, with a pregnant wife. Cause this is going to be my first Christmas with, with a wife who's pregnant. And then next year it's going to be our first Christmas, um, with a newborn. And there's going to be lots of people listening to this show who might have had a, a newborn or have a baby on the way. And they might be worried about Christmas because it's a big thing, right? It kind of changes your, your, your normal Christmas, um, conditions. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, if you have a look at you, Matt, you know, you literally have a newborn, right? Because how old will Phoebe be? Like, is it two months or something? At yeah, Christmas? she's six. She's six weeks now, so we'll be coming up there. She'll be, uh, so Boxing Day, she'll be two months. So, yeah, so, so two months, right? So that's why the point around kind of what babies can see, uh, notice at two months. That's why I wanted to kind of go over that, because that's, yeah, I guess, what you can expect. There's other, other, other couple of re- well, there's a few reasons why I think I want to go over this, right? Obviously, it's close to Christmas, right? So it's pretty prevalent. But actually, I was doing some research. Proves the point of doing this show. There's nothing out there about guys, right? So I Googled, um, Christmas with your newborn and there is loads of articles and they're all about like women and most of them are bullshit to be honest. Most of them are like, here's five tips to make Christmas great, right? I actually come across one really good article. Um, which was like a genuine article about how tough it can be. This was by someone called Melissa Ricketts, and it was in 2018. It was on the Huffington Post. I actually think if anyone's listened to this and they're going through this experience, I would genuinely um, suggest reading that article because it was more like this type of podcast, right? The way she explained it. like Normal. Normal, yeah. Not not like, oh, it's just the other ones are just so fucking fluff. Go to M&S and buy all the king that you can buy. <laughs> but it was just... It, it was things like, oh, you know, make sure you make time for yourself. It's, it's like, yeah. well, the other one was like, I wanted to cry all day type of thing. Like it was so, um, so I can't recommend that enough, but there was nothing about what guys can do, which is exactly why we're doing this show. Cause I think it's, um, generally useful. Um, and Matt, you're about to go through this. I'm going to go through it next year. So yeah, so I think, I think this can be interesting and useful. So yeah, so for me, and also something to think about when me and Leah, I mean, Christmas next year. So our first Christmas of our baby, the, our baby will be about six months old. So mm-hmm. at that point, they'll actually be able to observe a lot more. So they'll have, um, they'll have full kind of color vision. They can, they can see longer distances. They can pick up toys and things like that. They can actually turn their head to, to see objects and they actually prefer certain colors. So they'll start being more, um, kind of attentive to the things they like. Um, so, so for me, it's kind of exciting, right? To think about that. They, even though they're not yeah. going to exactly enjoy Christmas, 
um, because you don't really know what's going on, but you might get a reaction out of them. So yeah, so so the point of this this show is to figure out like is to set expectations to talk to you two to figure out what to expect over Christmas and and also is there any like tips or advice and to to go over whether it was kind of different to what you expected you know was it worse or better than you expected so um my Christmas and I'll, I'll go this briefly and just to set the scene like what my Christmas would usually be like so my Christmas um because I live in Honorevel with Leah and her family uh, will often go to visit her family and the parents are separated so we'll see both sets of parents will do gifts first thing in the morning then we'll travel over to Ely where it's, you know, it's a 30 minute drive from where, where I live and then we'll see or my family my dad lives in Scotland so my dad usually comes down like a week before and we'll spend Christmas with, with him then uh, we'll, we'll do presents and stuff so when I go to Ely I'll see my mum and my aunties and uncles and and usually I'd see my, my grandfathers, but unfortunately over the last couple of years, they, they both passed away. So we won't, 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 wouldn't, wouldn't have needed to do that this year. But that's my, my kind of Christmas is usually traveling in the morning. I usually go to my mum's. I have a Christmas dinner at my mum's. And I usually go, <laughs> then later on, I have a Christmas dinner like with, with Leah's family. So the last couple of oh, years yeah. I've had two Christmas dinners. Yes. But, but yeah, but, um, but obviously there's, I have very little responsibilities, right? I can travel. I can see who I need to see. And then usually I'm back. Um, at back in Tonnerelle, back at home, whether it's my house or Leah's family, having my second Christmas dinner at like 4 p.m. and then I can drink as much as I like, right? So I'll go to you first, Paul. Briefly tell me what Christmas was like before for you and Kat, before you had children, um, you know, standard type of thing. And then how that changed with Dylan on for your first Christmas. Yeah, okay. It's difficult to think back that far, to be honest. It's when like seven, <clears throat> seven well, eight years ago, really, because obviously when Cat was pregnant, it was different. Um, yeah, so I want to go over that as well, though. So let's go over yeah. what it was like before, what it was like when Cat was pregnant. Because the thing I'm interested in is obviously we've talked in the past how, because um, how I'm not sure how far along Cat was, but I know Cat had hygramesis and stuff like that. So that must have made the first Christmas with her being pregnant quite tough, I guess. So yes, yeah, so if you go over kind of what you what Christmas was usually like, what Christmas was like with Cat pregnant with Dylan, and then what Christmas was like with Dylan the first time. Yeah, before Cat was pregnant, both worked in in retail. Before Cat was pregnant, so Christmas was pretty much the just a one day event because we were working mm. on the working on Christmas Eve, and then um, you know Cat used to work on Boxing Day. There wasn't a huge amount in the build up because it was just kind of crazy hours. But uh, you know, Christmas Day, we used to wake up, um, yeah, have, have some breakfast, bit of bit of champagne, uh, pop over to Cat's uh, mum's. Usually, we went in the in the morning. Opened some presents there and things. Had some breakfast because the way uh, kind of the the dates felt. Obviously, Dylan was born on our first wedding anniversary, mm. so Cat was pregnant pretty much straight after we got married. So the sort of last Christmas before that, we were still just engaged. Um, so we had Christmas dinner separately. Right. Um, okay. So I used to go to to Cat's mum's. We uh, we'd have kind of breakfast there, and then I would go to my mum and dad's because they live really close. So I could just walk up there, like like five ten minute walk. I used to walk over to my mum and dad's then, had had food there while Kat was having food at her mum's, and then Kat would come up to my mum and dad's in the afternoon then, and uh, yeah, we'd have a few drinks and uh, you know just have a, have a good time with my with my sisters and, and their partners basically. Okay. So, um, sounds nice, sounds fun, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, what, <laughs> nice Christmas. So what was it like then with Kat? Because how far pregnant was Kat on that first Christmas when she, um, she was pregnant with Dylan? Probably would have been 
seven, eight weeks, I, I, I guess it would be. So how bad, so um, how was that then? How was that Christmas? Was the hype, like, was the, the sickness quite strong at that point? Yes. Yeah, because it was just it was just before Christmas that if you remember, I said we we kind of told parents earlier because Cat was so ill. Yeah, um, and I I remember it was just before Christmas that we that we told them. So yeah, that Christmas was was uh, pretty 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 shit to be honest. Nothing to uh, <laughs> nothing much to remember by other than uh, like Cat couldn't even eat a Christmas dinner. It's rough. Yeah, I'm so obviously she wasn't, she wasn't drinking at all. I I didn't bother drinking anything, so I could. You know, look after and things really. Um, so yeah, that one pretty pretty shit. Not much to say about it to be honest. Yeah. And then for the first kind of Christmas with with Dylan, he would have been just kind of coming up to like four months old. So he was crying a lot though, right? We talked about this. Yeah, quite infamous. So how how is the day? Because Christmas is typically this traveling. Typically, yeah. you are seeing multiple family members. Typically, there is things to do, right? You go yeah. to somewhere for breakfast, then you go, you do presents with family, then yeah. you have food, right? Food is usually with few people. Um, then afterwards, you play games and you you get drunk and you watch things yeah. on TV, right? When you've got a screaming ba- a baby that likes to cry a lot and needs to feed a lot, right? Um, which is a, and yeah. um, needs kind of a lot of attention. How how was that with Dylan? Because it just must make Christmas really tough. Yeah, um, well, like he cried a lot, but like I said before, he only he didn't cry if you were holding him. Right. Okay. So there was just a lot of uh, <laughs> passing around, I guess. <laughs> well, that's the benefit on Christmas if you're with your family. That's so, true. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a lot of people to take shifts, so. <laughs> <laughs> I never um, really thought of that. Yeah, it's your kind problem of, now. It's like um, <laughs> your your game for Christmas Day was pass the parcel, but it was pass the baby. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. So yeah, you know, we, we, and, and at that kind of Christmas was me and Cat were, were married then, so we had a Christmas dinner together. And yeah, so why well, say having Christmas dinner together? We're doing it in turns because one of us was holding dinner while the other one ate. So we just have to do it like yeah, that. Yeah, that was that's what I was going to ask. Like, how while everyone's eating, what what did you do? Like, did you literally, like, did you finish your food or did you just take it in turns, like a mouthful each? Like, how's that situation? <laughs> um, I can't, can't remember, to be honest. Probably um, half, half a meal each, I guess. <laughs> and then yeah. finish it off. So at least we both get someone is hot. I would have put him in the baby carrier, right? And then sat down and then ate around him. So he's like, his head's there. So you got like a pillar. But then Dylan would, have gone, been, Dylan would have been screaming though. That's he would have gone mad, yeah. He would have gone mad. I mean, was, I, I'm pretty sure it was his first Christmas when he had his um, a jumperoo. So I tried to, put him, tried to put him in there, but he wasn't having any of it. Yeah, fucking stay in there. It's a jumperoo like a bouncer type thing, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like one of them ones with all stuff around them. Um, yeah. Yeah, my mum and dad bought him that on his first, I'm pretty sure it was his first Christmas. He tried to put him in that but he, yeah. No. Nope. Did you no, ever do, scream. Paul, do you ever think about doing something which I often do if I'm in a rush is, um, blend it and drink it. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine blending a, a Christmas. We dinner. have no time. There's no time. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I often do. So when I have, breakfast in the morning sometimes i'll have breakfast like between meetings um 
So, and I'll typically have like an omelette. So when I dish it up, I'll cut, I'll like pre-cut the omelette so that I, d- I only need one hand to eat the omelette as I'm eating. So I just need a yeah. fork and it's pre-cut. You must have done that with your food, surely, with dinner. So you could hold him and eat. Yeah, you, you, you have a go, but you know, when, when they're, when they're that age, they, they don't, uh, you know, he tries to, he used to try like, you know, he didn't keep still. Yeah. So it's, it's difficult. Doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's messy. It's messy, basically. So, okay. So Matt, I'll go, cause I've got, I've got loads of follow up questions, but I'll, I'll, I'll go over kind of both your, your experiences first. So Matt, with you, um, what was it like? Cause when, when is Aaron's birthday? Like when was Aaron born? March 2nd. So in so Nick would have been um would six, have been six months, months, right? Yeah. So how how was that for for you both? Um, the first, the first Christmas while she was pregnant. First while she was pregnant was the first time that we put our foot down to like family because my family is fucking huge, and I have three families, and then Nick's two on top of that. So it was just chaos. Like Christmas Day was just fucking travel city. But like mm-hmm. when 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 she was six months pregnant, we kind of knocked it all on the head and was like, right, we're doing little bits. We tried to get people to come to us instead because Nick was like massive. But I remember because we alternate Christmases. So the one year we'll go to her parents and have dinner, and then the next year we'll go to my parents for dinner and so on. And I remember, I think it was, we went to her parents, for, it was her Sunday dinner, at Christmas dinner at their house. And I was like, right, we'll go home, we'll chill out for an hour or two, and then we'll go and see my mum and dad. And like, we came home and both of us fell asleep. And it was like waking up, do you know when you do that nap on holiday? Because you're really pissed. And then like you wake up and you're like, where am I? <laughs> what year is this? And we were like that. And then we had to go over my mum's then and, and see everyone. And Typically, I drink too much, which is great because my wife can drive home. You didn't do what Paul did in solidarity. Um, no. Because no. my parents and... You drank more. Yeah, pretty much. So I could fucking sleep. But like, yeah, because like our... Before all of this, like before we fell pregnant, we'd be at the pub for 12 o'clock. Yeah. And like at 10 o'clock, I'd be with her, her dad, her brother and a couple of his mates in the, his dad built a bar in the house, in his old house, and we'd be doing shots of rum at 10 o'clock in the morning. And nice. then, and then we'd walk to the pub, get on it, then go back for some, uh, back for Christmas dinner, more beer, eat your turkey, and then I'd fall asleep at four o'clock, <laughs> and then I'd carry on drinking. It was great fun. I Both days are gone. Ah, oh, I try, man. I really try. <laughs> I used to wake up Christmas morning, like, first thing you do, nine o'clock in the morning, I'd cook a fryer with a can. It'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be great for them. Because it's Christmas. Because you get yeah. into that mood of, fuck it, it's Christmas. And, uh. So that must have, yeah, changed pretty dramatically. Oh, fucking right. Like, you open, the only can I'm opening in the morning is, like, fucking some leapfrog milk or some shit. Like, <laughs> fucking wee. And, um, so Erin would have been, so I think Nick was massive and pregnant and hormonal. And shit and uh so then fast forward to when erin was born in march and then so her first christmas she would have been nine months mm. yeah she would have been nine months old it was completely different so we 
told everyone like to chill out a bit. We need time, you know, with the kids in the morning and whatever. We still went around the families, but it wasn't as intense. How do you how do you do that? Because that's one of the questions is because I, I knew for a fact, like I knew with you and the family piece, and like um, you know, you you, you live quite close to your family, and I know um, you both of you have big families that. Christmas would have been a big family thing. And for, for me, yeah. it's in the past more so than now, because as I've got older, my family's been a, become a bit more fragmented, people moving in places like that. So, so for, for me, the only real pressure would be Leah's family. And Leah does have a, have a big family. So, so I'm thinking next Christmas in 2021, we'll have a six month old. So a little bit younger than, than everyone was yeah. this Christmas, but you know, same type of thing. So how did you get that balance between Still being able to see the family because that was one of my questions, right? Because like, you don't want like my Christmas before this this year when we have a baby next year was a lot of traveling, not really stressful, but I got a lot of places to be, right? I got to be somewhere, yeah. I'm there for like an hour, and then I got to move and go to the next place, and I'm, I'm I'm traveling to you know four or five different households, and and even though it's not stressful, really, it's I got I got things to do. Um, but obviously, you know, if you have a kid, it's a bit more challenging. So how did you manage to still see all your family and, and keep it less stressful? Like, how did you manage that? We, we kind of said either, like with her family, like her family, like, right, you all meet us at Nick's mum and dad's house, and that's how we'll do it. Or with okay. my mum, it was like, you all meet at my mum's house, like my mum's side of the family, and we'll do it there, and so on. Or you meet us at the house or whatever. But like... Growing up, it was, I fucking hated Christmas growing up because I'd get up, open my presents, then I'd have to go and see my dad and then my dad's side of the family and then I'd come home and then I'd go and see my mum's side of the family and then I'd come home and then I'd go and see my stepdad's side of the family and then I'd come home and then it's like, oh fuck, I had a PlayStation. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hated it because it was just, oh, hire a cousin that I don't bother seeing. Let's be civil for an hour. You know, I fucking hate you because you support Liverpool, you prick. And um, yeah, and it was just horrible. And like me and Nick said, like more so to me, like when the when we have kids and stuff, this is going to be all nipped in the bud. And I was like, thank you, thank you. And so everyone either comes to us or we just kind of go and see half the family and whatever. But like the got a funny when Erin's <laughs> first Christmas my my nan lives across the road from us where we live now so I had a phone call I had a phone call from my stepdad saying have you seen Nanny Ginny and I was like no why she went oh um, pop over about nine o'clock in the morning I was like, yeah why that's fucking early it's like yeah go and see her she's got a present for Erin it's like oh okay let's take her over with you and I walked <laughs> I walked across the road, went in and whatever. Oh, there's your present there. It was a six-foot fucking gorilla <laughs> with with Erin's name on it. Okay. And I was just like, no. Where's Nick? What, 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 what are we going to do with that? <laughs> what do you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I was like, a person living in your house. <laughs> hey, honest to God, right? I could have put it in the front seat of the car and gone in the carpool lane. It was... It was fucking huge and it weighed a ton. So like, it's like, oh, thanks. You know, I'd never buy it in a million years. Yeah. So, you know, so then I had to walk 
had a walk through Fairwater with Erin in one hand and this fucking monkey under my arm. And I got in, I got into the house and it was like, oh, what the fucking hell is that? No, take it back, take it back. And I was like, what did you, <laughs> this must have cost an absolute fortune. Yeah, they're expensive. It took me four years to get rid of it. <laughs> I, I, I gave it, it. I gave it to my boss. I'm just said, oh, you know, his his granddaughter was just born. I was like, oh, do you want do you want some teddies for Oriel? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, anything? He was like, yeah. Why? What have you got? I said, oh, I've got bits and bobs. I was like, all oh, right, okay. So I <laughs> so I literally he lives on Man Away. So Russell, I'm really sorry, but I've dropped you in a shit. And I. I phoned him and I was like, where are you? He's like, oh, I'm in Morrison's. He said, oh, the front door's open. Just leave it in there. And I thought, like, fucking guy, you now, son. <laughs> so I literally walked up man away with this monkey, opened the, he had a porch and then it was like a front door. And I just threw the monkey in and shut the door. And about six o'clock at night, I had a phone call going, you're a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you said anything. He's like, what the? He's like, did. yeah, his, mo- his wife, yeah, uh, his wife was like, who was fuming? She was like, Russell, where are we going to put this bloody thing? So they had to hide it in the toilet for a year, downstairs toilet for a year. And then he, <laughs> then I heard like recently, he, like he got rid of, I think I said, it was like two, three weeks ago, I think. I said, like, oh, Russ, what did you do with that fucking gorilla I gave you? He went, oh, um, we kind of palmed it off on a charity shop in Canton. He kind of done the same thing as me and walked <laughs> in and went, do you take teddies? He went, yeah, 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 just leave them by day. I'll be with you in a minute. And he kind of like run in, dumped it in front of the desk and fucking <laughs> ran out. <laughs> if anyone has got a giant gorilla, right, in Cardiff or wherever, that's got Erin in pink letters, right, I would love a photo. <laughs> <laughs> But we had the, I hated the thing. I hated the thing. It just took so much fucking room. Yeah, it's not very practical. The dog fucking hated it, man. That's brilliant. It was, yeah, it was horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Matt, your your kind of old Christmas experience is quite idyllic to me anyway, right? Um, Before you had children. Do Do you miss that? You must miss that, surely. The kind of, the freedom of just... Having a can with breakfast, going to your mate's bar, going to the <laughs> pub, and then coming home racked and just falling asleep. I, I, That's I, I do, right? And don't get me wrong, you know, I'm, I'm an idiot at the best of times, but like, and this is going to sound something out of fucking hallmark or whatever, but seeing, seeing your kids open presents and being like, oh, this is all from Santa, right? Is amazing. It is, and that's what, because you get older and Christmas is shit. It is shit. You know, you're just buying presents for the sake of it and whatever. But, like, when you've got kids and you're seeing them open it there, and then you've got a beer in your hand while they're opening it, it's even better. Because you're drinking, your wife's looking at you, <laughs> going, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm having one. And then Erin's opening her presents. You know, I don't really do that, by the way. But, okay. but no, seeing 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 your kids open, like Erin, seeing Erin open presents and being like genuinely, this is amazing. It's the best thing. It's it's awesome. Okay, yeah, I actually, that, I imagine that's true. That must be the same with you, Paul, right? But being drunk as well would be a fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? Because Paul, okay, let me reframe, let me rephrase that question. So, I imagine as they get older, Christmas gets 
more fun, right? For for you as a parent to see how happy they are and things like that, right? That must yeah, be yeah, true. Yeah. But what yeah, about the, what about the first one? Because the first one when they're young, particularly with 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 Dylan, who was kind of um, a couple of months old, um, and then Matt, even Erin at um, like nine months old, that mustn't be that magical, is it? If anything, is it a little bit of a is it a little bit anticlimactic? Where I'm not sure if you both felt this. Did you feel like it was going to be better than it was? Because at the end of the day, at that age, they're just a pain in the ass, right? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't really um, expecting that much from from Dylan's first Christmas, or you know, or I because Ivy was only, uh, you know, she was in just over a month old. She was born, um, you know, towards the end of November. So uh, with both of them, I was I didn't really go into into the day with you know much expectations of it being a, a wonderful day. I still you know need to be fed. Ten times and changed twenty times and yeah. have their naps and all Nothing that changes. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, how do you handle yeah. the changing? That's what I'm interested in because and let me let me go over. This is where we get a bit of practical advice. So next, so this Christmas, Leah is hosting, right? So she's mm-hmm. she's hosting and um, her mum and Paul are coming over and her brother and her little sister. Are you doing and, the turkey, or is this the night? No, this we're doing the Christmas dinner. Are you, Leah, you you cook it? No, Leah is. Leah does a really good uh, roast dinner. Like, um, fucking a. She's got to a point now where she's been doing it for about two years, like now and then, and she's at a point now where she probably does the best dinner I know of anyone alive. Well, that is a big. That's yeah. a big claim. It's a sh- no. A I mean, for me, right? Claim. I'm not like I'm. I've not had everyone's dinners, but what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. In my family, yes, I'm not saying your she... your nan's your <laughs> nan's Christmas dinner. Yeah, so my nan's is the best. Wow, your nan's Sunday roast was the yes. My nan's bollocks. Sunday roast will, will still be the best. But what I mean is, is that, and so I'm not saying of anyone alive, Leah does the best dinner. I'm You're saying backtracking, of, son. I'm saying of the, <laughs> the, no. Hang on, wait. I'm saying of the dinners I've had with my family, and of those that are the best, and like my my mum being up there, and and my cousin Angela does a really good uh, Sunday roast as well. Really. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, but she learned from my nan, so she used to uh-huh. have my nan when when I grew up, right? So she's learned from my nan. My aunt Catherine. This is a strange thing, right? My aunt I wouldn't Catherine, touch it. <laughs> my aunt I Catherine, wouldn't touch it. I'm sorry, I wouldn't touch on. it. My aunt Catherine also does a really good dinner because her and Angela would help and and muck in with my nan, right, when she made a dinner, so they can make amazing gravy um, because they learned from my nan. But Leah's now up there. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm fairly confident she'll do a really good Christmas dinner. I'll just be there to kind of clean and, um, and help. Drink beer. And drink beer. Yeah, which is great. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, so next year we plan to, you know, we're not going to host, right? Because we're going to have a six month old baby. So we've already scheduled Leah's mum in to do dinner and we'll go around there. But obviously then if we're at someone else's house, the logistics of having a baby become much more important. So how do you do that? Because changing and feeding, if you've got to change, like think of the situation I'm going to be in. I'm going to be at someone else's house. People are going to be there enjoying themselves, having Christmas dinner. The last thing they want to see or smell is baby changing. And you've got to do that like 10 times. Like, yeah, but it's how, the how end of the day, easy. At the end of the day, you've got a kid and the kid comes first, regardless of whatever. But what I would do is I'd go up on the Christmas Eve or whatever, or maybe a day or two before, and I'd, just, I'd take up like a, a pack of nappies, wipes and everything and keep them there so you then haven't got to fucking carry everything up her mother's. So, mm-hmm. like, you just over-prepare 
and I changed Erin on a pool table in the BP club up in Sully. You know, <laughs> had to be done. Had to be done. Gentlemen's, Gentlemen's club doesn't have a fucking met baby changing facility, never mind a fucking working toilet. But like, <laughs> yeah, I that, that's what I would do. I'd, I'd take things up, like if you're proper stressing, I'd take things up like a day or two before and make sure they're already there so you haven't got to stress carrying everything up there. I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed. I'm just more thinking about how do I make... Is it one of those things where... and Like when I was reading that article earlier on, one of the advice, like one of the points of the advice there was... um. When you have a baby, right, everyone else has to just deal with the fact that you have a child and that's going to impact Christmas, right? This just is what it is. But it's still, I still just kind of think, you know, I don't want to, it just feels like it's going to be a pain in the ass having to change no. a baby kind of 10 times when everyone's having dinner and taking no, dinner, you... right? That's going to have a nice mouthful of kind of pigs in blankets and, and turkey and stuff in and, Cranberry sauce, and it's just this waft of baby shit through the house. I mean, that's not great. Paul, Paul will probably, Paul has said this many a time, right? You will get used to eating cold food, right? To this point of you're just gonna, you just have to deal with it. But, it, you know, it could be great, but I think you just gotta go with it. Plus, there's other people there that'll just take it on board and just go, oh, I'll have him or her or whatever, which is great because nanas are great. You just give them to your nan. Or they now go fucking. Well, well, Sorry, Paul, love. Paul, what do you think? Is like, is that is, you, is, you, is that just how it is? Like what Matt's saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if anyone you know you're talking about like how it might impact other people, I think it like you know shitty about it. Fuck them. No, I don't think no. I, so there's yes, no one I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's no one in Leah's family or my family. Um, and particularly Leah's family, there's, there's very, like, I'm not going to have a Christmas with my family probably ever again, right? Because it's just too fragmented. Um, just like location wise and things like that. But, um, the only time I would ever have a Christmas, a Sunday, a Christmas roast with a family member would be my mum and her husband, and they're not going to care. But like, I'm, I'm thinking more to do with Leah will often have like young people, like maybe cousins and a brother and particularly a sister. And I don't, I don't, I'm not, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm like, I couldn't care less, right? It's, I'm not saying that um, I would feel embarrassed about it. What I'm saying is, is that that's inevitably going to be a thing, right? For people, like, if you've got to feed your baby, there's yeah. going to be smell, there's baby shit wafting through the house, right? Which is not, well, as long as you don't ones. do it on the table in front of them, going off. <laughs> oh, she shit her back out. How's those roasties? Are those roasties working for you? Oh, let me have a bit. And then you like reach over and grab a roastie. And you're like, oh, these are really good. Hang on, I've got a bit of shit. Why? You know, it's not going to be. But right. you just like your whole, whole, your whole perspective on everything will change instantly. It will. And like, I like, I would be, I'd freak out. I'd be freaking out about taking before, uh, be taking Erin or Phoebe out on my own on a bus, or into just genuinely into town, or even just to the park. And you just. I don't know what it is. You just, your whole perspective on anything changes. You know, I even told, like, I, I won't, I'm not confrontational with people at all. I fucking hate it. But like, I've even told kids to watch their language. I don't know these kids. You know, that's not something I would do, but I'm like, you know, you get a, like, oh, fucking, you don't say I'm going to fucking glass you. But, um, but you yeah, think yeah, 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 you think it. Yeah, oh, big, all the time. <laughs> even now. Um, no, um, 
I yeah, your whole perspective on everything changes instantly. And you and I think with Leah's family, because they're really lovely people, I think it would just be the norm. And I think anything takes it offensively or oh for fuck's sake, shut that baby up. I think they'll be they're a cunt. Fair enough. Paul, is this the same? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a bit, you know, some of it might be a bit, uh, bit shit for you. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be the one sitting there thinking, what a bastard. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck Someone up. shut this kid up. Shut the oh. I'll, be, I'll be sitting there thinking, I'm trying to enjoy my dinner here. Sticks are shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Paul will go, sorry, Steve, I just farted. <laughs> <laughs> you would, yeah, you would. Yeah. What, well, so. <laughs> So Paul, with with you obviously. So Dylan, so the the situation Dylan on his first Christmas, he's only a couple of months. So he he's obviously still drinking milk and, and things like that. Was um, how how was his experience on Christmas Day? Because it's going to be a little bit similar to, to Phoebe, right? Like and how how developed they they both were, and and Ivy, but it sounds it like did they. And we'll go to next Matt about like what 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 you might expect how Phoebe is now. But yeah, like how <clears throat> how is it that young? Like their their, Chris, their Christmas experience? Do they even notice? Because there's lot there's lots going on, right? There's lights, there's smells, there's noises, there's things they're not going to be familiar with. Um, yeah. So what's that like for them? I can imagine at that age, it's a little bit scary. Uh, I don't think so. I think he like he liked the like Christmas lights and stuff like caught his attention. Um, and he liked the kind of, uh, you know, he liked gr- like grabbing the, the wrapping paper. Okay. And, yeah. You know, it was sounds of it and stuff, but no, I, I don't think it was scary, but I don't, you know, obviously he didn't, didn't really have a clue what's going on. Um, yeah. So. I think it's tougher as they get older. What do you mean? Well, Cause like when they're that young, you haven't really got to change your routine because you're already in this routine of feeding so many times a day, changing them and stuff. So you're just used to it. I think when they get to like, when they start getting aware of their surroundings, like especially if they're crawling, they get into everything. And you've literally got to, like, I think that was when Erin was like, she would have been, she would have been 18 months um, on our second, on her second Christmas. So it was a lot harder because, you know, you don't drink as much and whatever because you're chasing after a fucking toddler because they're into everything. So you're a lot more stressed out. I stressed out for the whole December, touching a fucking tree. Don't yeah. touch a tree. Yeah, yeah. Leave the tree alone. Yeah. <laughs> you try, you try, and you try and phone a policeman. Like, look, mate, come over and just scare the shit out of him. <laughs> why do they? Not, why do children not listen to instructions? It seems like they don't, mate. They, they even know. Like, you look at them square in the eye and tell them don't, and then they go, what's for tea, Dad? <laughs> and then you're like, you haven't listened to a fucking word I've said. So would you both say, I guess, obviously the focus I'm thinking about was the first Christmas, but um, would you actually say, even though, um, you know, you've got to feed, you've got to change, and they might be crying, is the second Christmas, or as they're a bit older, the Christmases, particularly as they move around the toddlers, actually much more stressful than our first Christmas? I would say. What about you, Paul? Um, yes. Yes, you know, it, it can be, yeah, can be for reasons that Matt was just saying, but um, still 
better. You know, even when they're kind of two, they might not really know what's going on. Yeah. But you know, they're excited to open a present for themselves. Yeah. And, and they, you know, have, they they can actually you know when they're kind of like under six months old, they can't do fuck all anyway. Like, yeah. there's no point buying them toys. They can't play with anything really. Yeah. They can really, like pick anything up. Um. So yeah, it's, you know, when they when they're built, they can actually play with stuff, and you can get some get some cool stuff. Uh, that's what's better. Like you, you, you want can to, get like, some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want, you want the, it's, it's when they get to be able to play with like the the three plus toys that you actually start being able to get some decent things to mess about with. Again. I know. I bet Matt's that's a big deal for Matt, right? Yeah, well, everything's I get, fucking Barbie and hello <laughs> well. So you're like sat on the floor. Like you're sat on the floor and accessorizing. It's great fun. <laughs> Matt, come on, mate. When you were 14... I love it. You, love could, it. you could accessorize it with the best of them. Oh, mate, I... I oh, fucking... It'd take me an hour to do my hair, you know? I know. You had more jewelry on your face than most girls have yeah, like, man. In, in their lifetime. Like when we were, when we were like going out, or for the older listeners, we were courting. And um, I'd take longer to get ready than Nick would, and I'd all all I'd wear is black. So you know, <laughs> fucking dick it. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> is there anything? Is there anything either that you did? I uh, go to you, Paul. Anything? Is there any advice? Um, Matt's given some advice about the f- the first Christmas, but like nappies and stuff like that, being being prepped and organised uh, before. And I think that, like I'm pretty confident we'd be okay with that. Make sure we have everything to make the experience better. But is there anything you can do? I'm I'm quite conscious of trying to help Leah making that first Christmas because it's going to be inevitably as it is with most things with you know a, a young baby a newborn. Um, most of the the work is with the mum. Is there anything you can do to help? Like I don't know, right? Is there anything you think you could have done or should have done in hindsight for that for that first Christmas just to make it easier on 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 your partners? I'll go to you first, Paul. No. No, nothing. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it. Like a bastard. But no, I think, I think oh, we, no. uh, I think we kind of shared things out quite, like evenly anyway. I don't, don't really okay. see what we could have done that would have, you know, made it more, uh, more fair. So you were pretty, like, 50 on the day. It's not like, by sounds of it, right? So you were, you know, you didn't drink and stuff like that. When so on the fir- on the first Christmas with with Dylan, did you also kind of chill out on the drink so you could both look look after it? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I I didn't drink at all, you know, except for like a glass of Buck's or something, because uh, we were driving around places and and uh, uh, Cap didn't really drive then, so yeah, I did, I, you know, didn't drink. What about you, Max? I can imagine you. I can imagine you still got drunk, so I can imagine Nick kind of has to do most of the work or had a drink. So, like, any anything tips from you? Like, is there anything you well, think uh, you can do to help? Contrary to popular belief, I'm not a complete bastard, right? And I just, you just, I just carried on doing what I was doing. But I'm like going over at Dad's house, and he's like the biggest drinker I've ever met in my life. Sorry, Al, but like, so I'd be. <laughs> so I'd go into the kitchen for something for the baby and he'd sneak me a beer and he'd be like, all oh, right, okay. And I'm in, in a very, very good scenario where my wife doesn't let me drive because she's the 
worst backseat driver in the world, and I'm also shit at driving. And uh, and she doesn't drink as much. She doesn't, yeah. you know, she's kind of over that. So it's kind of, I feel like it's a baton tap pass to me, is it to say, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> That's a great way to think of it. Yeah, no, but like, I, I don't drink nowhere near as much as I used to. I, you know, I just try and live in the moment of, you know, Garen's at the age now where she knows who Santa is, what he does, what the elf is, which I can see in Paul's corner. That's just appeared. I've just seen it now. That is fucking proper, by the way. Oh, and, oh, um, he's a, so he's a, what is like, going on there? He's, for the, for he's the, climbing the light. Describe you, it, Paul, for the people that were not watching, listening. Because climbing the light is a bit vague. Like, what? There's, there's much more going on there. Well, so it's the you know, the elf on the shelf kind of thing. That fucking thing. Uh, so tonight he's got a what? Well, there's a like red and white kind of uh, candy striped string with uh, red and green pom poms on it. It's tied to the to the light. You'd be great elf. on BBC Five Live. You would. <laughs> and the elf is climbing it. He's almost there. Salah's he's, got he's the, the ball and he's going to run with the... He's going <laughs> to shoot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, great commentary. Um, so, But like the new the new thing now, right? And you'll get this, right? Do you know when you get that whole jokes of, ah, oh, did I leave the stove on? Oh, did I leave the... I locked the back door. Now it's... Oh, fuck that elf. Oh, fuck. What are we going to do with him? Oh, what am I going to do? So then you get your phone out and you're, like, you're Googling like Elf on a Shelf and you see these absolute pricks of families and parents <laughs> to think of these amazing things. Like they got this whole scenario and diorama shit going on with the Elf and you're like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> so then you end up just getting, oh, what can I do? I know, I'll get my razor and cover the Elf in shaving foam. Right, that's done. That's Monday's done. <laughs> well, it's a lot That's... of days to think of, isn't it? It is. Is it all of December? Yeah. yeah. Well, to the got... Christmas well, yeah, okay, day. Yeah, it's like advent calendar. So you have 25 yeah, yeah, yeah. ideas you need to think of, and then you have to think of different ones every year. It's great yeah. with kids because yeah, they forget. Oh, no, Dylan doesn't forget anything. Really? Has Dylan ever said, ever caught you out? He's done this yesterday. No, he hasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he would, though. That's smart. He would, uh, yeah. Uh, He'll be on a game. Don't slip up. What? <laughs> gotta, gotta keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> With the, you know, for the first Christmas, did either of you, um, cause social media, it's funny you mentioned about that, Matt, cause I'm gonna go into that, one of the advices with that article about social media. But obviously, social media kind of has pressures on people to try to make things extra special so you can take that picture and share it on social. Did he, did, for the first Christmas, did you ever dress your, baby up or anything or did you buy them anything like was it or did you just actually you know rationally think it's a waste of time uh, yeah, we dress dress them up but not not for not for social media just because why not yeah, if you you've dress... got if you've got a wife like mine you dress everything's got to be like coordinated and then yeah. she goes and buys something for the fucking dog <laughs> yeah so yeah, so you did. So so Paul, what did you what did you dress them up? What 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 was it like the first first time? Uh, well, Dylan was a like had a kind of reindeer onesie like with a hood that had antlers on. Yeah. Um, Dick. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> and then Ivy had the like a 
uh, like Mrs. Claus kind of uh, surely thing, I guess. Surely they just must ruin that, right? That, that, those outfits must get yeah, ruined. Yeah, they wear them once a year. They cost an absolute fortune, and it's in the fucking bin the next day. Yeah, didn't get ruined. I especially didn't because he didn't have it on that long. It's oh, like really, yeah. it's like a really sick kind of uh, like onesie thing. So we put it on him to take him between places. Because yeah, Leah will one hundred percent want to dress up yeah. um, our yeah. baby. This is going to sound like a really stupid question, but like, how old are they? Be like, what a- at what age can they kind of have anything that is related to Christmas food? Until they're weaning, so like six months. Seven months, so then they go on to like solid foods and stuff. Yeah. So Matt, with Erin's first Christmas at nine months, did she have some Christmas food then? Yeah, we kind of like, like blended it. Or no, actually no. I tell a lie. We had we bought a jar of Christmas dinner. A jar. Like... <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. This is a baby thing, right? Not just like Christmas dinner in a can. <laughs> It wasn't like fucking Campbell's or like Heinz. <laughs> no, right? They it's put like some the... crazy things in cans these days. Are you single, alone, male? Here's <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Heinz. dinner in a can. Here's <laughs> Heinz Christmas in a can. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like imagine. That's the fucking niche market. But like, no, I think we bought some. Uh, it was probably some organic, gluten-free, no soy. Fucking... Ellis Kitchen. Yeah, celiac friendly, dolphin loving shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, Did I sound really like, I can't remember, mate. No. I really can't. All I can remember from that Christmas is carrying a giant monkey around. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like, uh, yeah, got a monkey on my back. Um, I was carrying what? a giant monkey around and then her freaking out over Christmas paper. Like, what is this? And then that was it. Matt, what's your... Also, before I go on to that, so for both your first Christmases, I guess both of you had went to other family members for for Christmas rather than doing it yourself? Yeah. yeah. Did you do that, Paul? Yeah. So I think not that's... well. On Dylan's, yes. I'm not sure on Ivy's so that we might have done Christmas dinner here. But would you have just done that between, with you four? No. Okay, so you actually had people around. I, 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 I'd have to double check and can give you a correction next time if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure on Ivy's first Christmas, Kat's mum, two sisters, and Nan and her grumpy came for dinner here. And you, that and sounds like hell. Was it, that sounds like it'd be a, just, a, just a stress upon stress. Um, well, it wasn't too bad. They, like, you know, they, they didn't come for like the, the whole day. Um, if it's the Christmas I'm thinking of, I'm 99% sure it is. I think they came over about like 10 and they were kind of gone by half one. Okay. All so right, it wasn't so. like a, they weren't there for a kind of full day. Um, and yeah, and that would have been the first, I think I'm pretty sure that was the first year I, I cooked Christmas dinner myself as well. Go on, sir. I know. Fair play. What do you have? Turkey, crown, bullshit. Uh, well, see, it was a oh, turkey crown. Jenna. It was a turkey crown, and I, I was, I was, I was disappointed. Really? Well, not in the the meat. I wanted the full turkey. I did the cat's bumpy so ordered the meat, and it was like I just like you know go and pick it up, and I picked it up, and I was like, "Where's the fucking turkey?" I can't say anything. I'm like, "What's a fucking crown?" 
I don't think. Yeah, but people don't buy whole. Rarely buy whole turkeys, don't they? No, I've always, always had a full turkey. Ah, okay, right, always. Well, I've got a turkey cramp this year, but that's only because I've got a goose. Uh, you've, got, you've got goose. Yeah. What you have turkey and goose? Yeah. But have to tell me what that's like. Is what what part of Dickensian fucking law? <laughs> if you, turkey and goose, man. We're coming up. Can we do the podcast in your house? <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to tell me what that's like. I've never had goose in my life. Uh, so. I've never had it before either. But uh, I just wanted to try it. I think mean, because we're not going because of like COVID and stuff. We're not going to go anywhere this Christmas. Oh fucking! Oh, okay, let's have a Mate. goose. I'm putting my foot down now. Matt, what's your plan with with Phoebe? Because your Christmas, you've got Phoebe, who's going to be two months old. You are Erin, who's five. So, so what's the what's your plan? Same it, same as always. We're going over, uh, we're going over in mum's uh, for dinner, and then I'm going over my mother's in the, in like the night time, um, because her, like I think her brother and everyone, all the whole family are going over next mum and dad's. So we're going over there for dinner and stuff, and then we're going to leave there and go over my mother's and have the like late afternoon, night time over there. So there's nothing changing really, but. It's nothing for them. We now do Boxing Day at our house, so we invite everyone over ours for Boxing Day. So it's just, it's so, it's an excuse really for all the blokes to watch football all day and drink loads of beer, which is fucking great. That does sound good. Yeah. Sorry. That's loads. one of the things that's changed. Sorry. Yes. I used to always go down the city on Boxing Day. Yeah. And now, now I don't. <laughs> yeah, but it, when it, but right, what is going to be amazing for you? Is when Dylan, how old is he now? Five? Uh, six. When he, I, yeah, when everything goes back to normal and you take him down there for Boxing Day. Yeah. And you buy him his first pint at seven or whatever. <laughs> get it done. I won't say nothing. We're in a Camden stand, right? <laughs> and you'll be fine. No, but I think, I think that is a tradition that is going to be amazing. Yeah. Like you, 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 your dad, and then, and your son, like three generations going down. Well, I'll I'll be sat in some fucking theatre watching the Nutcracker. <laughs> going on, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> was it either? No, I've got one one final question. Um, so, was there any ever a situation at Christmas where? Because you've mentioned this, Matt, about like being a lot of family around stuff like that, and I know yeah. we've talked in the past, Paul, about like um, you know family being involved in stuff. Was there ever a situation where, particularly at Christmas, because there's often lots of people around, and even this doesn't have to be the first Christmas or any point, um, like any Christmas with your young children, was there ever any situations where family members try to help, but they kind of just kind of intrude? Because you know. People like to tell you you do this is the best way to do something, or I wouldn't do it that way. At Christmas, when everyone's there, I imagine there's there's the likelihood of that happening increases, right? Where people think, oh, you know, don't do don't do that, don't change them that way. This is how you should be changing them. Do, do you ever experience any of that? Um, no, I don't think so. I suppose no. Not, not really. Not, not at Christmas anyway. Not at, uh, I think it's the one time a year when 
like all the bullshit goes out the window and I just think everyone's actually nice to each other. But no, I don't think everyone's overbearing or anything. That's good. So, well, it sounds like they have great families. Oh, they're all fucking pricks. <laughs> <laughs> they're just nice one day of the year. Okay. Yeah, one day, that's all I asked for. <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to end it. So before I, so in, in that article I read, which was really great, um, I'm going to go over some kind of things she explains, like, here's some advice for the day, uh, which I think is useful for, for anyone. But, um, before I do that, is there anything else you think we might have missed any advice, any things you wish you did differently or things I should expect other than, you know, it's going to be different. Doesn't mean it's bad. Just it's going to be different. And actually when they get a bit older, it makes Christmas even better. I'll go to you first, Paul. Um, no, nothing though. I think we've pretty much covered everything to be honest. I, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's only two things and their first Christmas don't, bother buying them much there's no point sure. spending spending yeah. the money um and the second thing is when they're like you know a little bit older don't uh don't bother with an advent calendar to be at least four because they're just gonna eat straight away yeah and if you just, <laughs> <laughs> if you just if you just if you just try and give them one little chocolate they're just gonna scream for hours and hours and hours that's just a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's there, was some pain. there was some pain in that sentence. Eh? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so before four, if you give them the idea of one chocolate without more chocolate, it's just there's no, there's, they cannot understand that. No, especially when they're like, you know, they're only little, aren't they? Yeah. It's chocolates. I mean, you can understand, I can understand it. Kids are clever, man. You'd be just stood there like, where the fuck's the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> One day, one day. That's good, that's good advice. What about um? What about you then, Matt? Anything? Um. Don't get drunk before twelve o'clock. Well, I, I've never had that problem on Christmas Day anyway, so I think I'll be okay. I sound like a read right. If anyone's listening to this, right, it's all an act. <laughs> really don't not. don't really not. don't phone Childline. <laughs> They're in very good care. Um, pretty much what Paul said and stuff. Um, just pace yourself throughout the day. Just go with the flow. Don't try and, I know it's not as easy as said, and then try not to stress out over anything. But I think for the first couple of Christmases, I would have dinner over other people's houses. Yeah, just I think to, that's, that's what I plan to do. And family, family will take the baby. They yeah. were just off, like, oh, look, they shit themselves, or anything like that. Yeah, I know. If you've got enough family around you, it's almost like a bit of a day off, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so some of the advice uh, in that article is, first one was, if you, and it seems like you guys didn't have high expectations anyway, um, but just lower your expectations. The first Christmas with your baby is not going to be magical, right? It's not going to be what people might think it is. Um, so don't try, don't put too much pressure on yourself, basically, right? About trying to make it perfect because they're not going to remember anyway. It's just more about getting through the day. Um, they said about kind of planning for when the baby will, will sleep because there's so much going on. Um, so, you know, with, with everything happening, have a plan where there's 
a quiet space you can take them or, you know, leave the Christmas at a certain time to go home. I don't know, right? Like try to make sure that, particularly if you're in a routine with a baby who's sleeping at a certain time, that if that's when Christmas has to kind of die down for you, then um, it is what it is. The third point was about making people fit around you, which is kind of what you both said, particularly you, Matt, you know, um, if family have to come to you rather than you come to them, that's fine, right? And if they can't make it because of that, then that's their problem. And um, you shouldn't break your own back when you've got a newborn or a young baby for other people. Something they they said, something this woman said um, on the article, which was interesting, about trying to avoid social, a little bit kind of what you said, Matt, particularly with like Elf on a Shelf. Sometimes you can look on social and think, how are these people like such perfect parents doing this fucking elf on the shelf shit? Yeah. Um, but uh, what this, this, this Melissa was, was said in a, in a piece was um, she, at kind of her toughest moment where she was like on, on the lowest moment, the baby was, um, was crying and it was, she was finding really tough. She kind of looked on social media and saw one of her friends who had a newborn and like their Christmas looked perfect, right? Like, and it, it just made like kind of just, made it even worse so um they, she she suggests just to avoid social media um, i think it, i think a lot of it like it is a i, th- I think it's different for i, I don't call, call me right or wrong or whatever i think it's a lot different for a bloke than to a woman like it is that competitiveness like oh i've got to have everything perfect and i completely get that but i think social media kind of heightens that you have to be matched with so-and-so on this because of this and stuff and this and that. And I just think if you keep doing that, you're just going to be competing with yourself and you're just going to end up in a fucking mess. I hate uh, social media. Yeah, like, we we all use it, you know, and stuff like that. And I think, I, I think if you just have your, like, this is what, I think if you just have a plan rather than this is not, this is what I want, this is what I need, like try and separate that out. I think it'd be a lot, lot better. Like everyone stood sat in front of the Christmas tree, smiling with his fucking white jumper on, and ah, you know, fuck off. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I just rather, I, yeah, because we we have a tradition in in our house where we have we do the Christmas tree and we put the lights around there and we take a photo. We do it. We've done it every year. You know, we've got four photos, and that's something for Nick. And like Nick loves that, whereas I like to take photos of the beer I've got, you know. Oh, that's what I had off of my old man, <laughs> you know, Tisky. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so another, the next point was about just taking a break, right? Uh, so if, if that's family helping you, um, if you need a break, then take advantage of lots of people being there, right? Who can, can help or as Paul did, right? Use your partner, um, taking turns. Don't, it's one of the points you said, kind of what you were saying, Paul, to, to a bit, right? So don't, they say don't waste money on outfits. Um, I know you and both of you kind of bought little things for, for the baby to make them a little bit more Christmassy and Leah will as well. But, um, the point, uh, this girl, this woman Melissa was making is like, don't spend a lot of money on outfits and clothes for your baby over Christmas because they're either going to ruin it or grow out of it, right? Um, and like you said, Paul, don't waste money on presents on the first Christmas because what like it doesn't mean anything to them. Um, something they she said was about kind of spoiling yourself a little bit, right? Which I think is what I'll I'll do. Like so, particularly for, for Leah, this is why I asked like, on our first Christmas. 
I think I tried to think of ways to um, help her out. Whatever that is, I don't know. But um, maybe even give her like a, a, a present, leave a present till later on in the day. Where so if it's been a tough day, it's like here's a little surprise. I don't know little things like that. And the final piece was just don't put pressure on yourself, right? And you kind of I think to to go back to that, right? I think is a fucking amazing point because I think like giving uh, like presents out during the day, like because like. My like your missus or whatever, she's doing dinner or she, you know, she's having a stressful time with the kids and stuff like that and there's not much you can do and things like that. I think that's a really fucking good point. Like it's quite down your missus and God, yeah, I've got this as well. I think that's fucking brilliant. I think that's a really, really good point. And then yes, you've mate. got fucking and then you've got blowjob points. Right? <laughs> For a week. <laughs> uh, you just can't say something nice, can you, Matt, without without no, but genuinely, take, 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 it's a very low level. Uh, no, but take, take, take that out, right? <laughs> but I think, I think that's, I think that's a really, really good point, actually. Yeah. And then, like I said, the final point, don't put pressure on yourself, which is both kind of what you said, right? It's not, it's not, you haven't got to do anything you don't want to do. No. Try to make it easy for you, right? Um, Compromise. Yeah, compromise, right? It's, it's, you, there's lots of Christmases. You're going to have lots of Christmases in the future. So, um, they, they'll, and like, as you both said, right, as they get older, that's when they start getting a bit more fun and exciting and interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's everything, guys. Um, appreciate your time again. I'm not sure. So obviously this was a Christmas uh, episode. And uh, by the time this goes out, it'll probably be quite close to Christmas. So, um, we'll see how we get on over the next couple of weeks with us trying to get another episode in because I know, you know, with you two and kids and stuff might be able to try and we'll see how we get on. Um, I'm actually going to, in the, in that time over the next couple of weeks, do an episode with my dad anyway, um, yes. which is kind of going over the, the birth experience with him, like how it was oh, for, for him. Mate, can we listen? Well, yeah, everyone can listen. It'll be, it'll oh, be online. Man. <laughs> um, no, so, I want to be there. I want to. This is gonna be. It's gonna be gold. So you can. So yeah. So we'll we'll try and work it out, right? Because my dad's off work now for for two weeks. He's just at home. So we'll. Well, we'll the, the kids. Out. I think the kids break up on Tuesday. So it'll oh, be. Wow. How much of a pain in the ass is that, by the way? I know, Ugh. but Nick's on maternity, oh, and she yeah, and she's a fucking stay-at-home mum now. She got a job, so she better do fucking something. <laughs> But uh, no, I I think it's disgusting. That's a nightmare for you, Paul, right? Oh yeah, fuck. obviously, Kat's still working. Yeah. I'm still supposed to be working well, from home, yeah, but that's not happening, is it? <laughs> I got, there's loads to do with it. If, if anyone's listening from, um, uh, like, uh, who who's like, what, what organization runs your the like? What, what would be your government department? Would be umbrella. Yeah. Uh, the office for the the office for the first minister. So, if anyone's listening from the office of the first minister, Paul will be, will be working. <laughs> will be working harder than he's ever worked over the next couple of weeks. Fuck you, Matt Drakeford. <laughs> While his two kids are there, Fuck two kids are, are there, <laughs> and his wife is working. So, uh, so somehow he's just gonna pull out the bag. Yeah, yeah. Be fine. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that with my dad. You're, more, you're both more than welcome to be on on it. But we'll see. I know. I, I just want to. I just want to. Just want to listen because it's gonna be fucking gold. It will be gold. Yeah. It's gonna be gold. <laughs> oh, I so, love it, Chris. It's amazing. 
Well, those who are listening, that's a, that's a good setup. It's going to be gold, so you better tune in next time. All right, okay, guys, I'll let you crack on. I'll let you get to sleep because I know you both had a tough week. I appreciate, appreciate your time. Thank you very Thank much. Ta da, both. Yeah. Love you, miss Love you. you. Bye. 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 Bye.